0: learn more at marines.com so jg the quarterfinals they're all over now we've seen milos raunich he's made it through with an amazing comeback against Filip Krajinovic. and also in the other semi-final we're going to be having novak Djokovic versus roberto batista agut we're also going to be reviewing the us open draw that came out today and looking at all the top four players' routes through to the final and also looking at some very interesting first round matchups. Hi, I'm Ilya Marchenko, I'm Dennis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Gonska, I'm Henry Larsen, I'm Peter Toretko, and you're me listening me. to the Game I'm to Love podcast. Hi. So the semi-finalists are confirmed. Milos Raonic in what was an epic match last night managed to somehow come back from the brink against Filip Krajinovic. Uh, It was 6-4 and a break, all the way up to 5-3 down and somehow comes back and wins. Well, this guy is really back for good, I think.
1: Well, they're both the two informed players right now. And um, I'm just kind of surprised that Raonic was able to show that mental strength. Not that he didn't have it, but I just feel like Kronovic, the way he was playing, was just unstoppable. So it's very hard for Raonic really to get into the game.
0: Definitely. There's a
1: lot of times where Raonic hits them big shots and it's kind yep. of like they're winners. And he, it, it obviously comes towards the net. And usually, nine times out of ten, that's the point over. But Krajanovic was just getting them back and not just knocking it back. He was passing Raunic and actually hitting winners, which was just ridiculously impressive. Yeah, But fair play. It was a brilliant match. It lived up to the bill, for sure. Oh, definitely. Uh, Went the distance. And yeah, Raunic come out on top.
0: Yeah, I think he really did well to change up his game. It obviously wasn't working as well in those first set and a half. And then you really saw Raonic up the aggression towards the end of the second set. And he was hitting it hard, like, to the body and rushing the net, aggressive Mm. rushes to the net, forcing Kriinovic to really, like, make a decision quick. And he was hitting one wide and, yeah, yeah, it was difficult. And Raonic's the and... With
1: Kriinovic, though, for me, I feel like he still... It's an opportunity that went away for him. I feel like he should have still won that match and closed it out... Even if he's just been broken, I feel like he should have at least played a better tie-break. Because at the tie-break, yeah. he made a few unforced errors. I think he lost it 7-2, and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't very close of a tie-break. And I yeah. feel like that's a bit of a disapp- disappointing effort, knowing that if he was to win that tie-break, um, obviously then you'd be going through to the semi-finals.
0: But then again, if you'd have said to him, you're going to be... In the quarterfinals of a Masters 1000, and you're going to be a set and a break up against Milos Raonic. <laughs> I'm sure he probably or he probably would have taken going into a final set against Milos Raonic. So, but yeah. yeah, really great week for him anyway. Regardless, he's yeah, put for himself sure. on the map for people. He got up the
1: rankings a bit as well, and oh, I'm sure puts him now in good stead for the US Open. Exactly. Which are we going to get onto now? Or should we talk about? No, I think that just, was everything. Yeah.
0: Let's just cover just quickly because I know that we've not really. Done it justice, but let's just have a quick look. Obviously, Stefanos Tsitapas, he did go through. I mean, it was a bit of a it was a default, obviously. Yeah. Pelka, he went out just an injury. A uh, bit sad to see him just go out in that way, but Tsitapas could be the one who takes the tournament. And he's he's now up against obviously Milos Raonic now in the semi final. This is really interesting mm. because. We've got in the other semi-final, Djokovic and Batista are good. And then we've got Raonic and Sittapas. And there's some quite interesting statistics to what you think would be an interesting final. If Raonic was to go through and face Djokovic, let's say, in the final, Raonic has played Djokovic 10 times and never beaten him. That's, <laughs> so I don't think that's going to make for a great final. If that I think was they the-
1: play each other. Did they not come across each other in the Australian Open?
0: Come yes, and I think straight sets. He'd yeah, he was lost really comfortable, yeah. But that's what I mean. He'd not lost a set the whole tournament and then but lost l- let's show. not just go uh, disregarding a gut here because
1: if I'm no? not mistaken, he's beaten Djokovic the last three times. Is that right? He won the last three on hard court.
0: Yeah, he did win. Yeah, he won in the Miami Masters in 2019. He won in Doha in 2018. <laughs> And he also beat him in the Shanghai Masters in 2016. So, yeah, you're right. The last three hard-court meetings between these two, Batista are good. That's what I'm saying. That that is a good statistic coming into that match.
1: Yeah, and that's not a statistic many people would know, really. And you wouldn't really expect it. And I've seen recently on Twitter that um, Djokovic has... um, It wasn't him directly tweeting it, but someone was tweeting on behalf of him saying how he actually is quite fearful about this match against the gut. And he uh, says that he's one of the most underrated players on tour and he oh, deserves definitely. a lot more praise than what he gets. I give him a lot. <laughs> that, <but clearly laughs> yeah. My voice is not
0: been being heard that too much. I was going to say, you always tell me that you have a gut feeling that he's going <laughs> to do well in the tournaments. But <laughs> yeah, it, with, uh, with that uh, record, Raonic-Djokovic, obviously Raonic... Lost all 10 meetings against Djokovic. But the other interesting one is if he plays Batista Agut, he's played him five times and beaten him all five times as well. Mm-hmm. So it's completely the opposite way. So he's probably hoping for Batista Agut to be making it through into this. I final. hope
1: Sitipas isn't watching this. You're not really giving him much credit or, or Sitipas- giving him much of a chance.
0: Or Sit- no, but Sitipas is uh, against Djokovic. He's actually got the best record probably against Djokovic in, in total. He's yeah. played him five times and beaten him twice. And that's a pretty good record against Djokovic for anybody, really. And with the Batista Gut, he's only played him just the once and beaten him once. So he'll fancy his chances against either of those, I think, if he mm. gets to the final. But yeah, this net, it's, he's not there yet. He's got Milos Raonic, who has been in the best form we've seen in many years now so. since
1: 2018 I feel
0: yeah I think so yeah so we will look forward to when that obviously there's a break in the play today so we're able to catch up on a couple of matches but yeah we're waiting waiting for those matches to just get played and then we'll be straight back on it giving you our thoughts hmm. but yeah maybe leave in the comments below who do you think what do you think the final is going to be who do you think's going to make it through and uh, who do you think's going to win the tournament as well there's now there's only four to pick from. Come on, twenty five percent chance. <laughs> I'm going to go safe. I'm going to say Djokovic. <laughs> I'm going to go t- a pass I and mean, uh, there we go. Unfortunately, I've ruled out it which means he'll probably win now.
1: <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to say Raonic had got five. Yeah, sure. exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So but anyway, yes. let's go. Let's move on
1: to the draw. That's let's the big ne- the other the big draw. news today is Come the on. U.S. Open draw has been announced, and to say the least, there's some very interesting matchups. Uh, it's like. To be fair, I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's just so many good players in the tour. It's maybe because we've become... So, doing this podcast, we've become familiar with so many more players, I feel. Oh, oh
0: yeah, and for sure. I
1: feel like we rate a lot more players than what we did prior. Definitely. So, because of that, I'm looking down the draw and I'm thinking, oh, that's a tough match. That's a tough match. A
0: tough <laughs> they're match. all tough matches. And then they're all,
1: at the end of the day, I need to realise it's a grand slam. They're all tough matches. <laughs> there's not an easy one, in there? But... I th- I don't know where you really want to start. I, I, I drew up some like possible routes for like some of the big players to sort of see yeah. like who they could who they could face. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want to start with doing doing a few of them?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, we can obviously the one person everybody's going to be uh, expecting to go far, and it is going to be Novak Djokovic. Uh, he he's at the top of the draw as always, number one seed, going to be facing Damir Džumhur. Uh, in the first round, if that's the correct pronunciation, apologies to any, any. Yeah, probably not. Uh, any Bosnians out there, apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we uh, be playing him in the first round. I see him going through there fairly yeah. safely, and he could face a Carl Edmund <laughs> in the second round, potentially. Or a Bublik. Or a Bublik. If
1: ever turns up, because I feel like there's a lot of people saying uh, uh, Edmund's going to be the second round match, but. I don't know. With Bublé, when he when he's playing, when he w- wants to he's play... very good. Obviously, mate. he's come out in an interview and he says he doesn't like tennis. He doesn't enjoy tennis. He just does it purely to make a living. Yeah. So just to give you a bit of background information about this guy. But his abilities, you can't really fault it. And if he's on form and wants to be, wants to play, there's a good chance he could beat Edmund. So yeah, wouldn't and rule that out. And then arms. I feel like, the, as, as a whole, to talk about Djokovic's route to the potential final slash winning yeah. it, it does seem... Now, like looking at it all written out, I just can't see him losing. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? He's so good, isn't he? Just Djokovic is just so good. And you just look at all them players he could potentially be playing. You think, well, third round, see him losing any of them. Maybe
0: I I think it's going to be Struff again by the looks of it. (laughs) And then uh, the next round, it could be between, I think, three different Isner, Carano, Buster, or uh, Barankis again. So I reckon he's got all their numbers. And then bit more tough in the quarterfinals possibly Kranovic Shapovalov or Goffan I had yeah that's exactly what I've got written. yeah down well. and then that's when then you finally get to the semi-finals, is when potentially he could face Sitterpass
1: for me uh, his route to the quarterfinal is just stone like it's 100 more or less 100% for me like you can't yeah. say that in tennis because anything's possible and we've seen some crazy upsets before in the past but for me you Can't see him not getting to the quarter final, like I feel like he could be doing that playing at 50 percent, and then yeah. after that, that's when it gets a bit more tricky playing potentially with a Shapovalov or a Goffin. I think they're going to be tough matches. Then a semi final matchup with either City Pass, Verev. if he gets where yeah. you'd fancy him to beat him quite comfy, <laughs> I feel. But City Pass could be, um, we'll see how well, we'll see how Cincinnati guys because they, them two could face off in the finals, yeah. Oh, so. Exactly,
0: let's see, we might get a preview.
1: Yeah, and then obviously the final—that's the only way you can play the team on Medvedev. So
0: yeah, exactly. So that will be a very interesting, interesting to see their routes through as well. I think same with Sitterpass a little bit. I don't really see anyone causing him any problems there coming across. Like, look, ramp-
1: do you want to have a look at Medvedev's one
0: first? Yeah, Medvedev's one. Delbonis in the first round could face an interesting second. I think it's he'll probably win, but. Chris O'Connell's getting there in the in the draw. I've seen he's up against Lazlo Gere in the first round. Yeah, uh, I
1: he, see. I see Gere probably coming out on top. He's a bit more of an experienced player, but like you know, we know how good Chris O'Connell is. Yeah, uh, this uh, is his first Grand Slam, is it not?
0: No, so. uh, no, he played Australian Open obviously wild card at the beginning of yeah, the year.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. He played and Australia. then the bagel dribble. I'll tell you why I say that. I saw a list the other day. And it was just talking about all the players who have entered this tournament and how many times they've played in the Grand Slam. And it was quite interesting to see. Could you like take a guess at who's played the most slams? Who's in this tournament?
0: Ivo Karlovic.
1: He's up there. He's like top five. <laughs> uh,
0: a- Andy Murray might be up there as Andy well. Andy Murray's
1: down about I forget now. Maybe like between five and ten.
0: Oh really? Between five yeah. and ten? Oh my god! Yeah. There means some old boys in this uh, in this draw then. <laughs> i uh, try and see some other oldies in this draw.
1: You've got to get it, I feel. Do you I'll
0: think? give you how many. It's 74 slams he's played. 74 slams? Yeah. Wow. Cole Schreiber? He's up there. Top he, five. He I was going to say he's it's probably up there as well. And it's not him either. No. Wow. Uh, come on, it's going to be somebody who's pretty old. Um, I'll no.
1: give you a clue. Djokovic is on 61, I believe. Or 60s.
0: He's in. He's in the 60s.
1: Djokovic is in the 60s.
0: That's a lot of that's a lot of. Uh... What well,
1: he really <laughs> misses. Um, he's not yeah. going to not qualify for one, is he? <laughs> Put you a bit on the spot.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Uh... I don't know. There's so there's such a big list of players. Here. I don't think I'm going to get it, and we're just going to run the clock down. I think you're going to have to uh, reveal it for me. Feliciano Lopez. Ah, where is he, talking? He's just staring right at me there. He's right yeah. there. It's and the same...
1: Lopez with 74 slams. So I was just looking right. at it. There's obviously a few deb- uh, debutants, notably. Uh, we've got our main man of the podcast, Attila Balazs.
0: Attila Balazs against another his... fan favourite of yeah. the podcast, the Kukush, Kukushkin.
1: And Roussavori is his oh. first one. And then you've got Correo, his first one. Yeah, so big, some big players who we love, and it's their first slam. Which is say pretty... both
0: Wilds in there as well.
1: That's his first slam.
0: Yep, yeah, you've got uh, Brandon Nakashima, JJ Wall, his first slam. That's what I mean. Yannick Sinner's in there as well. Don't forget, it's not his first. Though. No, I know, but Thank that's why, that one we're gonna. I just want to say Yannick Sinner's quite an interesting one there because he could have. He's got a play in his first match. I think it is Karen Hatchinov. And Ooh. if he was to get past that, I think people would really take him seriously. Because if he was to squeeze past uh, Karen Hatchinov Where is he? Yeah.
1: has had a few disappointing results of late, though. There's a game I saw him play recently where I thought he should have won and he'd come out and lost that one quite comfortably. So, But he's obviously got all the ability, so it'll be interesting to see how
0: he gets on. But Rusevori, yeah, if we move on to him... He's up against Arjaz Badeni in the first round, which is a really tough match. But I think he can do it. I think he's got yeah, potential yeah. to it. it
1: depends what Badeni turns up. Like With the, Cinc- the Cincinnati Badeni, he could be quite tough. Yeah. He played quite well. But typically, you wouldn't have expected him to get as far as what he did. No. And I feel like Russo Rory could... Well, I don't want to say. He could probably be favourite for that tie. And... Maybe that's because I just love the Russo. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we, do, we do love him. Uh, I reckon if he was to get through that that probably, he could potentially set up a third round match with Berrettini again. So he's <laughs> obviously just had a, a such a close match with him there at Cincinnati. Imagine if we get to see it again, but in five sets. Yeah.
1: Well, I think we need to talk about that. So the whole thing with five sets is a bit crazy, isn't it? Because yeah. Medvedev was asked in an interview after his match against Ingot when he lost. And he was talking about what he thinks about the upcoming US Open and playing in five sets and he was saying how he thinks there's going to be a lot of players he's, you, who you see going to withdraw from matches, a lot of retirements. People are going to find it very difficult to be playing five sets after not playing tennis for so long. We've seen the fatigue level playing three sets at Cincinnati, and um, yeah. I feel like it's going to be even tougher. Well, it definitely will be playing a slam for a start and then playing five sets on top of it. There was also talks that maybe they might reduce it to three sets, but... Yeah. he was asked about that as well and he was saying he doesn't think that's ever going to happen which no, i don't I think, think so either and to be fair like there's always the the, the debate about it being an asterisk grand slam's already been well underway i feel like if they change it to three sets it, you might as well slap slap two asterisks down on it
0: yeah i can't i can't reduce the sets i mean it sorts the men from the boys that that's the that's the real uh test yeah that's can... what
1: makes it a slam i feel it's yeah. like a bit of an endurance <laughs> thing as well isn't
0: it yeah exactly see who those and when you that's when you get those epic came from two sets down to win in five that is those are the crazy ones you remember and that's yeah, what okay. all the grand slams are about but anyway we... let's
1: go back to medvedev because we're not actually yeah. finished him off so in the round three i've got him down to be potentially playing guido pella yeah, or Feliciano that. lopez
0: that's um, what i was saying i've got more pella yeah, I haven't seen I think play much.
1: would get there, but you never know. Lopez, okay, so like, he's, like he's, he's got enough experience. He's got 74 slams <laughs> <stands laughs> in the
0: bank. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so you'd think he's been around the block enough to uh, know how to uh, perform at the slams. And then round four, I've got Dimitrov Basvili. Uh, I've got Dimitrov. I don't think... I don't know. Uh, I don't think, think Basvili. Bash-
1: mean, you never know.
0: You never know. I just think he's got a lot going on off the court and I just think he's... Maybe his focus might not be there.
1: I'm pretty sure we'll have the same quarterfinal, right? But you've got Berrettini and Rublev. Yeah. Either of them. I don't think either Rublev. In <laughs> fact, I do think maybe Medvedev is one of the toughest ones. He's got yeah. a really tough tough running. If you look, yeah. if I'm looking at it now, Pella round three, a potential Dimitrov, Dimitrov round Dimitrov four. Dimitrov is horrible Berrettini or Rublev quarterfinal. And then the semi-final, he still not, can't get away from it. Team. He's either got a, a gut or team.
0: Yeah, they're the ones, aren't they?
1: Yeah, and then the final, <laughs> Djokovic, Sinner, <apparently.
0: laughs> potentially.
1: <laughs> if you if he can get that far, then he's got to beat one of them two. But we've seen Medford wow. their play before. Obviously, the finalists last year against Nadal. What I'm
0: hoping is there's almost this gonna...
1: come back and won that as well. So,
0: well, I'm hoping we're going to see. I know it's a bit of a crazy thing to say, but I'm just hoping we're just going to see some real shocks in this tournament. I just well, we've see... we've already seen
1: one in Cincinnati with Team. No one saw that exactly. one. in exactly. going now, did we? But...
0: Maybe we'll see Krainovich, uh perform again, though, because he's been, he's been doing really well in that tournament. We could see him potentially make a quarterfinal again or something, yeah. maybe, yeah, up in that Djokovic side of the draw. So that's potential.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I quite I've like... got teams here as well. Do you want to
0: have a look? At uh, yeah, yeah, let's have a quick uh, b- browse of teams.
1: Because with a team, I feel like this is a big tournament now for him after the upset in Cincinnati. So I've got him, what's he got? Moonar first
0: round. Could lose that. Moonha's <laughs> not too bad. He plays the way he did against. I think Kranevich was just playing off that like, out of his skin though. So, uh, yeah. and then I've got second round. He should be fairly comfortable. Summit yeah. Agar or Bradley Klan yeah, yeah. Third round. Who did you have for that? I
1: I got Silich.
0: Yeah. Silich. Silic bang. <laughs> And then uh, fourth round, I wasn't really sure, because there's so many, there's, there's an interesting section, this section. Probably the it most is, interesting.
1: Interesting, yeah. And I thought... I think it's very close ties, all of them. That's why I put a few names down.
0: Yeah, I put down maybe Evans, Murray or Felix.
1: Yeah, I've got the same three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. It just depends how Murray... I think Murray's
1: there only for sentimental reasons. Because yeah. Does he play... Mur- would he play maybe Murray in the second round? Or Who's is he on that? The other side? Evans would he Evans play
0: Murray yeah I believe so yeah yeah he's
1: yeah and I think Evans Murray, yeah. would I do feel like Evans would beat Murray
0: well I think yeah, no, I've no, already uh, seen
1: him in the battle of the bridge that he uh he beat him
0: yeah because he would be playing well he's got a tough first round match Murray Nishioka is a horrible first round match for Murray he's very quick around the court very good power player
1: yeah you and, don't want to start with him do you
0: and Felix could be his. I think that's could be his next match after that, and that's not a n- nice match either. So, yeah, oh, right. just, yeah,
1: sorry, he's playing Felix, yeah, yeah, Felix.
0: And then if he gets past Felix, it could be Dan Evans after that. Or he's, oh, right, that, okay. so it's it's not an easy draw for Murray at all. He's got a no. real. He's going to really have to work to get far in this tournament, but. You never know; he's been there. He's won it. He's done well, it. And before. then, of
1: course, Dominic team as well, because we're we're talking it from Tim's perspective. But then yeah. Murray has still got to play team if he gets that far. And then I've got them for a quarterfinal team could play either a gut or hatchanoff and then yeah. the semi final of Medvedev beratini final Djokovic set pass. I
0: don't know why I was rule out hatchanoff for some reason. I don't even give him.
1: You don't I've give never, him enough. You've you never, never have really.
0: I've never seen him perform in the slams well enough, though. As he's obviously quite young, but he's never he falls off a little bit. Like after he does well early, I think he's he, been a
1: bit unlucky really in his career with the fact that he's always been drawn against some really informed player at the time. And at the end of the day, you need a bit of luck in these slams to have a good good run of the
0: draw, really. And interesting that we were. Putting Dimitrov as a potential matchup for Medvedev, but we're completely uh, ruling out the fact he's playing in the first round Tommy Paul. And this is the same match from, uh, I believe, the Australian Open that Dimitrov actually went out to Tommy Paul. Yep. So don't rule out Tommy Paul because he is very, very good on hardcore and he proved it in the Australian Open. So I'm excited. That's probably one of the most exciting first round matchups for me out of all of mm. them. We could see some real uh, early shocks. I think.
1: I think that's the battle of the colourful T-shirts. That one. Yeah. <laughs> they both have
0: a, a nice number on. You have to have your sunglasses on for that one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fluorescent uh, in that stadium. Uh, what other? There's some other interesting matches there. That you, potential, like maybe upsets. We've got like uh, John Milman against Bashas Billy. I think Milman could cause an upset there. Quite yeah, I wouldn't
1: say it's much of an upset. I would say Basville is probably just favourite, but Milman, we've, we've seen how good he is. He was very unlucky in Cincinnati just to go out to John Isner in an extremely close third set match, went to a tie break, and he lost that seven five. So it just shows that he's obviously a high level player. And yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't even classify that as an upset though. John Milman really beating Basville in on really blink.
0: No, what do do you make of uh, Dennis Kudler's chance he's normally pretty good at the US Open he's got uh, Marin Cilic in the first round that could be if he turns up if he's uh, got rid of those uh, piano playing fingers that (laughs) he was talking about on the podcast (laughs) with us
1: yeah no I've not seen much of Cilic for a while so I'm not really sure what to expect uh, post post Corona
0: not getting any younger is he
1: no He's just obviously had a kid as well. Uh, he's a father now, so his life's yeah. probably, he's changed quite a bit. I'd still fancy him to beat him. He's a bit more of an experienced player. We've seen him as a, a, a slam winner at the end of the day. So, yeah.
0: Definitely. What about
1: uh, City Pass' draw? You got that one?
0: City Pass? Uh, yeah, he's up against Ramos Vanolas in the first round. His so. second round matchup's going to be a good one. His second round matchup, yeah he <laughs> yeah, could be up against Mr. Chip and charge himself, <laughs> Maxim him Crezy yeah, but Maxime Cressy's got to get, got a tough match, he's up against uh, Joseph Kovelik, yeah. and that's not an easy match at all, so i I don't know I was thinking maybe Kovalik would probably go through in that one' to be honest, mm. but then there's Donskoy's in there as well. don't forget. We got a cheer on Don Sky,
1: but yeah. with Sitterpass, I feel like these the first three rounds specifically. It seems like they're all kind of players he will beat quite comfortably. Like looking yeah. at his game, the way he plays, and um, but, but I don't think fourth. too much should cause him too much trouble. I think fourth round could be a bit tricky because he's got either for me, I've got Garin or Lajovic.
0: Yeah, I mean both of those, I feel. On hard court, I don't think he's going to struggle against either of them. I don't be know,
1: because Lacevic and the ATP Cup, but some of the tennis I saw from him there, that was at the beginning of the year, I was really surprised how the high level he was playing. Granted, he had Djokovic watching him from a very close um, <laughs> position, and I feel like you'd be a bit nervous if you <laughs> on... try and play your best tennis just out of fear that Djokovic is going to end up throwing his racket at you. Yeah. But no, I thought Lacevic looked really good, and that's why I put him up as high as, as I have. But then yeah. after that, you'd fancy he you was very able Schwartzman, I put in there.
0: Well, yeah. Because I love I mean, a Schwarzman. we haven't really... Uh, I had him in there as well. I thought Schwarzman we could see potentially go quite far in this tournament. If as long as he avoids big servers, I think. I just think mm. that with those, like you saw against Opelka and stuff, they're able to get so wide, the serves, and I don't think he's got the wingspan to deal with these big servers as well. yeah. yeah. But if, when he's up in just a normal rally and match against somebody just normal, like normal height, he seems to be like really, yeah, he's always in the match. And Not normal, you
1: mean average.
0: <laughs> well,
1: What's
0: average. normal? <laughs> I, I don't know. Normal, I would say like between, in tennis terms, is probably between five, like, I don't know, probably between five, eight and six, three. Yeah, I think something. the word you're
1: looking for is average, not normal. <laughs> is that like average? Normal height. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I understand. So, you understand what you're trying to mean. I don't want thinking.
0: to say people are abnormals. That's no I don't want to get in trouble for saying that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, then he can't sit a pass. He can't really avoid Djokovic in, in, until the semis. That's he won't be. He won't be playing Djokovic in the final. That's for sure this year. Um, Who
0: do you think's gonna win out of Attila and Kukushkin? I'm really interested in this one. Probably
1: Kukush.
0: I know, I've got that as well.
1: But, of course, I've not seen much positive from him of late. No. I think he's won jo- many matches.
0: Jordan Thompson could be one that makes it through a few rounds based on his draw, I think. As he's yeah. not been playing too badly either. So, I think keep an eye on him. He's got a strong Tash game. So, he's been been playing all right. Uh, I don't know if there's any other uh, Benoit pair. Maybe we we'll take a look against <laughs> who he's up against. I can't pronounce this guy's name at all, unfortunately, so I'm going to have a go at it. It's Camille Machlasak. Yeah, Is that
1: right? Machlasak? I'm not sure I'd say evil.
0: Machlasak. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's up against him. you would expect him to win that match, but then he could be up against a uh, uh, Caruso or a Duckworth in the next round. Camille's I mean, playing
1: a lot of matches, though. He's been very busy and um, he's been playing a lot of polis uh, exhibitions. And um, Yeah. But he's definitely going to have a lot of match fitness, so I wouldn't put it past him.
0: Well, especially the way Pair played in this last <laughs> match. But uh, probably fancy his <laughs> chances against him. I think that would be quite a, a tight match. We will see. I reckon that's going to be a
1: five like... sets. You'll start off with five sets against uh, a Pair Camille five setter.
0: That'd be interesting. And we've got Martin Fukskovic against a uh, big clay court player, Hugo Delian, the Bolivian.
1: Ooh. Yeah, it's good that Delian, has, Delian and Pella have been cleared to play in the US Open. That's good yep. for them both. Obviously, Definitely. they wasn't able to play in Cincinnati due to their trainer testing positive. But um, they've had enough negative tests now and they're allowed to play in the US, so yeah. that's good.
0: Uh, I wanted to get your take on just one uh, final one. I saw Brandon Nakashima... God, I can't find his name now.
1: That's always the way. That draw, there's so many players. There's literally it's so 128
0: players. <laughs> Brandon Nakashima up against Paolo Lorenzi in the first round, which yep. it's not a bad first round match. He's a very experienced player, Lorenzi. But I do I fancy... He's, 40.
1: It must be, yeah. he's over 40 now, isn't
0: he? I think he's up there, yeah. yeah. Uh, pushing it. Uh, I fancy Nakashima, I have to say, in that match.
1: Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I think Nakashima will get that done.
0: Something interesting as well for the next round. It could be Alex Zverev. Who we know was not playing particularly well. Nakashima Zverev could see Nakashima move through, but you never know. It's all about how the people play on the day. Zverev might suddenly just turn up and actually yeah, be this Zverev. Grateful, we know we've
1: seen how good he is.
0: So. Oh, we know how good he is. Look, I mean, he won. What was it? The tour finals. So yeah. No, you don't win the tour finals without being an incredible tennis player. So hopefully, we get to see the best of him again at some point because it just seems a bit strange that somebody can be top seven in the world yet underperform consistently. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
1: So, anyway, I think that's quite a good matchup for uh, the US Open draw. Yeah. Uh, and I guess now it's just all, on, all eyes on Cincinnati. We've got the semi finals tomorrow.
0: We'll, the women's and then we'll, as we'll
1: probably do a yeah and then the women's one as well Conta's still there yeah she is she has got a good chance of maybe winning it and snatching the tournament Osaka Mertens who obviously well there's a bit of controversy today with Osaka standing up for Black Lives Matter movement and saying that she's uh, withdrawn from the tournament but since then that's been new turn. she spoke to the USTA about it and uh, she's now playing so that's good for her, I guess. I guess yeah. we'll play some more tennis, and she feels that it's gonna, all it's gonna do is help the movement. And I can kind of see what she means. If she was to play the final and win, at least she would have more of a stage for her voice to be heard. I feel. Yeah, and, um, for sure. I can see, her, I can see her doing that. I can honestly see her going all the way and winning this tournament.
0: So. Oh, definitely. She's the highest seed that's left in. Yeah. So, and you would expect her to. Well, she's got the ability to do it. But yeah. can she? Can she beat Joe Conter? <laughs> <laughs> that's a question <laughs> can anyone <laughs> uh, uh, we will continue to uh, keep an eye on our progress but yeah we'll cover that in uh, probably the next one when, uh, once yeah. all the matches are played we'll uh, update you probably at the end of the week with the results and all the challenges as well but, Yeah,
1: perfect we'll do that then We'll just cut. we we'll do a short podcast now. So uh, yeah. thanks, guys, for listening. Indeed, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you've not already. And we'll see you on the next one.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah In my dentist's office.